believe what he said to be true He said we're here for a good time and welcome to the live show. Thank you all for being here. Sorry I did not do one last week, just uh, the situations and life gets in the way sometimes. I do try to stick uh, stick closely to my schedule, but uh, hey, <laughs> things can happen. So the topic today, will Trump become <laughs> the king? That's <laughs> uh, a good possibility, folks. What does draining the swamp really mean? 
And, you know, I've been saying this for a couple of years, and I don't know if it's going to happen. In fact, I would probably bet against it. However, Donald John Trump, about a week ago, if you'll remember, maybe a week and a half ago now, in a speech said that within five months, he will have defeated Biden and become president again. So that puts us at the end of February, beginning of March. And then, all of a sudden, the Speaker of the House seat is vacated. The investigations on Biden and everything have been going on for a long time. They have all of the evidence. They have the bank records. They have everything that he is corrupt, obviously. And we know it goes way beyond the regular type of political corruption, we know that they are morally vacant as well. And Politico is reporting that Donald Trump plans early next week to walk into Congress and announce that he is available to become Speaker, and he has already said on the record that he would be willing to do it for a short time. I'm just interjecting my thoughts here. What is a short time? Four and a half months? <laughs> you see, if he did become speaker, and you have someone in there with cojones, which he has, he could impeach Biden pretty darn quick. The evidence is overwhelming. The Senate couldn't go against it. They couldn't. Not when the evidence is on a show trial. Kamala can't be president. She doesn't meet the qualifications. And no one wants her anyways, of course. Which means the Speaker of the House would walk right into the presidency. Amazing to think about, folks. It is really amazing to consider that. And Trump has been telling you what he plans to do for the longest time. Drain the swamp. Of course. And they've pointed out all the failings of the swamp and the administrative state which has become the fourth branch of the U.S. government um, which is not constitutional by the way and he plans to get rid of the administrative state he he plans to get rid or strip down the DOJ the FBI the EPA all the energy uh, things like, and what's been really interesting is that we have been shown in the last several years just how bad each one of these parts of the government are and how corrupt everything is. Ladies and gentlemen, you have to understand something. Propaganda goes both ways. Just because it lines up with your truth 
does not mean it is fully the truth. Now, I do believe that it's all corrupt. Of course, the evidence is there. But what does draining the swamp mean? And by the way, this is like news, views, opinions, and attitudes, folks. I'm not saying it's going to be this way. I'm not making any claim at all, but I'm saying it's a real possibility that he will come back into power one way or another, at one time or another, and that he could possibly become king. God bless you, Angie. Thank you for staying up late to join us this morning. And yes, I say late because she is in Singapore. God bless Singapore. Man, they need prayers over there. So, one of the things that I have found most interesting and I'm reminded of this morning, a topic that I've covered uh, with some fair degree of, uh, of time I've put into it, and you can get it uh, by yourself. It's, uh, it's available for free at writeonyou.com. That's R-I-G-H-T-O-N-U, letter U, writeonyou.com. And you can get the book written by Ingersoll Lockwood in the late 1800s entitled the Last President. And in the book, The Last President, it describes an outsider candidate who happened to be a wealthy businessman who happened to live at the exact address of Trump Tower, <laughs> written over like 130 years ago, folks. And he was an outsider who got into the presidency. And as soon as he did, there were riots throughout the country, uh, really described like the uh, BLM riots in the book. It is quite amazing. And during the time of his fictional presidency, in, uh, of, the character's name was Brian in the book, by the way, the author also wrote the book Baron Trump's Excellent Underground Adventures, where Baron Trump goes underground, and there's a whole other civilization under there, and he time travels. <laughs> Baron Trump, the name of the character, also written by Ingersoll Lockwood. Are these coincidences? <laughs> well, I'm not sure I believe in time travel. Is it possible? Well, God is outside of time, so perhaps there's something to it. Perhaps there's a dimensional possibility that we have not considered that goes outside of how we perceive time. But I do know this, people are limited to 120 years of existence, so 
You know, a person can only see so much in a lifetime. But you know who sees for a much longer time? Obviously, other than God. Angels. Could it be that there has been a plan for many, many centuries and because these are timeless beings and I'm talking about fallen angels they have been whispering directions into the ears of men for centuries for the continuation of their plan now 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 Hold on. Stick with me, folks. How else could all these things have been foreseen? You know, when you look at theosophy and the Lucifer Trust, which is part of the United Nations, called Lucius Trust now, there was a plan, and the plan was to come into this new golden age, this age of Aquarius, where everything is love, and we're all equal. You know, we own nothing, but we're happy, because there's love in the air. What a promise. Oh yeah, Satan will come as an angel of light, folks. Could it be his plan... To bring order out of chaos? Do you remember all of the headlines when Trump first ran in 2015, going into 2016, and they called him the chaos candidate? Marina Abramovich, you know, the new ambassador to Ukraine to help rebuild their school system, the one who does spirit cooking and, uh, you know, promotes cannibalism and stuff like that, and, you know, trained Lady Gaga in the occult and, you know, high priestess of Satan. Well, she says the people that she looks up to said that Trump was perfect to be president because he will awaken the world because of his chaos magic. Chaos magic. Where have I heard that before? Oh, I know. Does chaos magic... That's, that's that Aleister Crowley dude. You know, the most evil man in the world. Aleister Crowley. And what's his church called? Oh, yeah. It's the Golden Dawn. Does that sound similar to the new Golden Age? The Age of Aquarius? Does it sound like that?
Well, Madame Blavatsky certainly thought so. Alice Bailey certainly thought so. We're talking about Lucifer Publishing. Oh, I'm getting the music is loud. Can barely, I'm not playing music at the time at this moment. Can someone else speak to this? Is there music happening? So we've heard of all this stuff before. Order out of chaos. And he is the chaos candidate. Now, Donald Trump speaks the voice. He says the things that I want to hear. I want less government. I want, you know, when they say the DOJ is punishing, you know, the people who went to J6 but letting all the criminals off when they're not prosecuting real crime and they're going after political po opponents. When the FBI was engaged in election interference. Proven. Big tech. Election interference. The administrative state. You can't get them to do what you want because they actually control it, the deep state. And Trump, ever since he's been indicted, he's coming out swinging. He's saying, I'm going to prosecute every one of them. There's the mass arrests that you've all been waiting for. He's even been using terms like treason. Hmm. Hey, thank you for the gift. Thank you so much. Um, listen, I, I, you know, if I get $22 in gifts in the month of October, they push the show on the Podbean platform. So thank you for, you know, 50 cents here, a dollar there. It, uh, it's not to make me rich, obviously, but it does get the show out there more. So Trump has promised to prosecute all of these things. And we can't forget the crimes against humanity of people like Hillary. Look, just look at Benghazi. Look at what they've done. Look what the Bushes have done. Look at all this stuff that is happening and it's been so in your face. You know, a, a clip that's been getting a lot of play lately, and I was reminded of it this morning, is the very famous speech that George H., that's the original, George Herbert, you know, thousand rays of light that Bush gave when he announced the new world order from the Congress floor. Do you know what date that was? This is really interesting. A lot of you have forgotten this, or maybe didn't put it together. George H.W. Bush's speech 
when he announced the New World Order in front of the joint session of Congress was on September the 11th, 1990, exactly 11 years before his son, W, presided over the attacks in New York. Boy, these people love their numbers and they're in they're on time. Could it be a coincidence? Well, yeah, I suppose so. But I don't personally believe in coincidences, but a lot of people do. I respect your right to be wrong. Oh, that that sounded arrogant. <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> so Trump to be king, where do I get that from? Well, he has said in his platform, in his re-election campaign platform, that he will dismantle, reorganize, prosecute all of these different people, and they deserve it. Yeah, we'll clap, right? We'll clap. We want it. It's almost like watching a fight, and you want to see blood. Politics is going to become a blood sport if this happens. And the American people will cheer it on, just like in the Roman Colosseums. But you have to understand, if he keeps his promises to do this, and he kept his promises the first time he got elected, so perhaps we should consider the possibility that he will keep his promises a second or a third time, whichever way you're counting it. Do you know that the three equal branches in government would be lopsided. This is my theory. I think that the executive branch would end up with incredible powers because it's the only way he would be able to facilitate such a massive move. And that would not be a restoration of the Constitution of the United States, ladies and gentlemen. That would be an end to the Constitution. In the book, The Last President, the final scene of the book, the outsider candidate who happened to live fictitiously in the book at the exact same address as Trump Tower. During the constitutional crisis that was happening, fictionally in that book, kind of like a constitutional crisis that we're up against now, the president walks into Congress and basically brings the house down. And metaphorically, the top of the chamber catches fire. In fact, he burnt down 
Congress, metaphorically. So how do I get king? Well, first of all, if the executive branch takes the majority of the power, <clears throat> excuse me, that is more resemblance of a theocracy than a constitutional republic. But remember how I was alluding to perhaps a centuries-old plan to bring in this new world order whispered in the ears of men by fallen angels? Perhaps it's their plan But you have to understand, the enemy has all of his plans, but they must adhere to God's will. Because God's will will be done. And what happens in the book of Revelation? The world is essentially divided into quadrants. And there's like 10 kings of the earth. How does that come about? How does that come about? I'm just trying to provoke thought here, folks. I'm just trying to provoke thought. You know, I could easily be accused of being a Bible thumper, you know, that's a disparaging term, but I actually embrace it. Because I have learned that there is not truth in this world. There is only one truth, and the truth is in the Word of God. And to my knowledge, the Word of God has never been wrong. In fact, I think it's got a good enough track record that even if you're not a believer you should perhaps consult it and see what it says about our future. This is opinion, obviously, but I believe we're on the precipice of these ten kings rising and the Antichrist to make himself known. I was actually thinking for a while, and listen, I'm going to change my thoughts as we go along because you get more information, and I'm not exempt to it. I thought that maybe we'd have two or three good years before things go really bad. But I think the time will be even shorter than that. I think this promised golden age of Aquarius... <laughs> is just enough to get us sucked in. And it's not going to last long, and it's going to be a lie, because the devil is a liar. And God's word will be fulfilled. There will be ten kings and there will be one who gets possessed 
by Satan himself. And it is my belief with the evidence overwhelming when you consider it that Charles is on the stage ready to fulfill God's word. So, will Trump become king? Tell me what your thoughts are. Is he the last president? Something to think about, folks. Hey, listen, I appreciate each and every one of you. Thank you so much for being here, and thank you for uh, sending the gifts, Wendy, Angie, uh, MSJM8WP4J9KCI. Sweet Southern Girly, so glad to see you here. Thank you all so much. I really do appreciate it. It makes a difference. And if you like the message that uh, we've been putting out here on Right On Radio, these little support things really help. And if Podbean starts pushing the show, um, we grow. Well, we grow every week, actually, on Podbean. But you know what was funny? Um, literally, we were at 600 or 69,990 subscribers about six months ago. And instantly, 400 were subtracted. Like, all at once. There's no way 400, exactly 400 people just decided to unsubscribe. They were taken away somehow. Really weird. So we're fighting even here, but I still think this is the most free platform that we have. Rumble, um, Rumble's not going to last, folks. They're going to start censoring really quick. I believe they already are. So this will probably become the full-time home eventually of Right On Radio. Thanks, everyone, for being here. Remember to love your God, love your family, love your neighbor as yourself. And don't forget to join me on Sunday for the Bible study. And Saturday night, we have our Narrow Path Prayer Ministry at 8 p.m. on Telegram. All are welcome. Make a difference in your community. Who's right? Who's right? He's right. Right on radio. Right on radio.